Welcome to this episode of my podcast, Homeopathy Lee. Uh, today I want to talk about um, how early should you start prescribing for something. So when do you start thinking about prescribing remedies? So is it before you think about medication? Is it after you think about medication? What should you prescribe for? Are there things that maybe you should just let the body deal with it on its own without intervention? Um, all of that. But first of all, uh, yeah, I can share that I'm having a um, allergic reaction experience. And of course, that's so interesting when you are a homeopath. It uh, gets a different edge to experience these types of things. And I, I look at myself in the mirror and I think it is unbelievable how my face has changed and how my body did that and then watching it change going back again and I I know completely what it is that I'm allergic to I have been playing around with some resin um, I don't know why I just got completely fascinated by it and I think it it is a lot of fun but it is also a chemical substance and then it just became pretty clear that I was having I'm having a reaction to that material and so what? I'm going to stop doing it. Um, but <clears throat> it is also interesting in a way when you are a homeopath and you get to think about the body from so many perspectives and um, you don't have to limit uh, your thinking about the connections in the body. Um, then I, it's, it's this rash is around my eyes and it's almost like I have triangles under my eyes <clears throat> when I see people I say <laughs> I didn't cry <laughs> it's not because I cried I'm having an allergic reaction because I really really look like I have cried and cried and cried and cried and of course I have to think about that um, and I think there is something to the eczema or rashes or something when we get them in our face that it is almost as if it is something that is demanding to be seen uh, and then at the same time also I have started researching for a book that I well I guess I am writing it already uh, about my grandfather um, and his life under World War Two in Norway from when he was 18 years old and tried to escape for the first time from Norway to Shetland um, and working for the Red Cross and then making it into the resistance in the end and have to patrol also after the war ends and I'm looking at all of these documents and I can see all of these things that happened and all this stuff that he went through and it is it really really does feel like this story has to be told in one piece it's it's a missing piece it's a missing piece for his piece maybe for my family's piece even that we get this story out in the light so everybody can see what happened to our granddad and that our granddad in this way get to tell us the story and i'm telling you there is a lot in that story to cry about so <laughs> is it a reaction to a chemical substance or is it something from my 
ancestors that is coming through me who knows but um, it's just interesting sometimes to look at these things uh, and see how they they happen in this what seems to be like a very very timely fashion I'm reading about a lot of horrible things that happen. There's so many horrible, horrible, bad things that happen. That harsh, hard, cold things that they went through and that happened to them. And scary things. Very, very scary things. But it's also remarkable how in, the, in this paperwork that you also, even through that, you can get this shine of kindness so for instance in some of these documents it's quite obvious sometimes how they have tried to uh, change dates for instance or, or so that it looks better in order to protect someone and so on and and when you're sitting there looking at the papers and you get to look at them that way um or for instance instead of saying that something happened on october 18th then you say it happened in the fall of this year so um, <clears throat> and you can see that there are kind of patches <laughs> in this paperwork where, where, where this happens and it happens because there was someone who was writing this piece of paper that was trying to protect my granddad and even in this dry paperwork you have this shine through and you see how people help each other I also know about a very long walking um, trip that my granddad and his friend had to do that, and they started on this trip like completely exhausted and sick and thirsty and cold and wet um, and somehow they made it till the end and that can only have happened because there's people that have been helping them and that's what I think uh, is important to remember it is to just you know we can we can work for what is right on so many different levels and they certainly did that uh, during the occupation in Norway and that really shines through uh, in the paperwork as well so that is super interesting work and I am very I'm completely indulged in it and I love doing it and it's very emotional too I have to say and I have these very strange eyes Okay, so what did, have I done for these eyes? When did I start treating my eyes? So the first thing I did was I took some apis because that's kind of like standard to when you have swollen red eyes and you know, like I have very, very typical apis eyes um, with the stinging, the stinging and yeah. Uh, maybe it helped a little bit I didn't really feel like it helped a lot then I took a bit of silica maybe just in the case that there was some kind of obstruction of tear ducts or something like that and that also helped a little bit but not really and then I just frankly just said you know what buddy uh, let's just see uh, what you're gonna do with this yourself and then I'm using some euphrasia for my eyes if it gets too crazy with the watering and the stinging uh, and I have a nice moisturizer that I just apply around my eyes and yeah really just observing what's going on 
Um, so it kind of fits in pretty well to the thing I wanted to talk about today about how soon should you start pres- prescribe homeopathy when you're prescribing for things at home or how soon should you go and see your homeopath for something. And I think definitely with homeopathy you can prescribe very early on. Definitely you can prescribe early on and you can prescribe very often so much earlier than you would if you were giving medication. And in fact that's something that I often suggest to people when they're just starting out by using homeopathy. Um, when they say, oh no, but do I have to give up on my other medicine? Or, and I'm saying, no, but listen, uh, you know when you start thinking about maybe I should give some medication and then you kind of drag it out because you just want to see if it gets better on its own and then there comes a point where you say, okay, now I want to give some medication. So then you give homeopathy in the time period between you say to you question for the first time yourself you say okay should i give something when you have homeopathy then you just say yes i'm going to give something and i'm going to find out what it is I'm, that i'm going to give i'm going to look in the booklet uh, and just give something because you can do that with homeopathy and if you think it doesn't work if you don't feel confident about it you can't find the right remedy then you just do your normal routine of what you have always done when you get homeopathy into your life you don't have to give up something else you just maybe start treating a little bit earlier because you choose to also add homeopathy to your home pharmacy And even if you don't nail it the first time, then you have learned something, you have gotten a little bit more familiar with the remedies and so on. So every time you get to have this experience, then you learn something. And that is, of course, if we're talking about something acute that we have at home, um, something that comes on suddenly. Then there's a different issue, and and that's what we always have the... we have to differentiate between when we talk about homeopathy, and that is... Acute and minor ailments is what we treat at home, but chronic and recurring ailments, that's something you should take to a homeopath. And when should you take that to the homeopath? There, I just have to say, as early as possible. Because also with chronic things or recurring things, it's, it's better to start treated uh, sooner um, to get completely rid of it instead of waiting for it to develop, treating it with allopathic medicine. And then when that doesn't work, uh, then come and see the homeopath. And maybe thinking what it wasn't in the beginning, the little rash on the thigh or whatever, it's not big enough to take to the homeopath. But please do uh, come with the things when they are small as well because they are easier to treat and they may save you a lot of visits later on who knows I don't know but in the homeopathic practice it's very often that we have people that come to us uh, when they are at a very late stage in their disease or, or in their history with this chronic ailment and that's okay of course we, i mean it's super always so nice when people they come and they want to work with their chronic ailments in the homeopathic practice uh, head off you know these people they have been through a lot that's the thing you have very often you have tried 
actually everything before you try homeopathy. We are not on top of the list because I think people are a little bit confused about what it is and maybe have heard some stuff about it and yeah it just it's it's if you don't know about it then it's not the first thing that you want to try and do but that also just means that we do get a, people that come into our practice that literally has been through everything before that um and then come to us and then um some new stuff has been added on top because of the medication and the you know from the perspective that we look at things with homeopathy that's just the way that it is um but of course everybody's welcome but i also just want to say come with the ailment sometimes when they're very small and when you're treating at home uh, acute ailments then uh, give as little as possible And that is a principle in homeopathy. I think it's always great to kind of see what can the body do on its own. And and, and then help it, of course, uh, in the best way that we can. But sometimes it is a good idea just to let the body do the work. I know, for instance, with my um, rash and allergic reaction that I have here uh, around my eyes from working with that really chemical crappy resin um i i think that my body is actually doing something right now that is detoxing my body from some of the fumes or whatever it is that that happened there and i want to let my body do that in its own pace i don't want to make it do that any faster than what it needs be because i just want to get rid of it once and for all um and then i can support my body in other ways so for instance i'm doing a fast right now as well i think that's really good that i'm just making sure i'm eating very clean food and not a lot and my digestive system is uh, on holiday more or less um that's those are the type i do the infrared sauna and you know stuff like that that you can do to support your body a little bit extra and at least make sure that you're not dumping more on it right now when it has this um, particular challenge to deal with. But I have, I trust my body, my body's dealing with it um, and I'm healing up and I am done with that resin things uh, and thank God for that because I it's actually not enjoyed that much it has been a lot of uh, fun experiments and i like the objects um, that came out of it for sure but it's a uh, not a green hobby that's for sure and it's time to focus just on writing that book about my granddad because that seems that's where the real juice is that is where um i even also I discover so many things about myself through discovering my granddad and I'm getting a completely new relationship with him. Um, so that is juicy work and nothing is going to get in the way of me of doing that, not even this resin. And maybe that's what my body is telling me, stop doing this, you need to do something else. Thank you so much for listening in and until next time, take care. Bye.